The other thing I want to say is exercise doesn't look the same to everybody. It's why I actually don't call it exercise. I call it movement because for some, well, I people, like movement. They just go walking and as movement. walking, they like bring down their blood A1C levels and are no longer pre-diabetic and they remove the, the cardiovascular disease that runs in their family and they reduce their weight. Or they do yoga, Pilates, bar, spin, F45, Orange Theory, CrossFit. It doesn't have to be going to a crunch and working your way around the machines. Hello, beautiful souls on the other side of this podcast. We are so happy to have you back for another bomb-ass episode of High Vibe in It. Today, we have another very awesome guest. But before we introduce her, if you're new to the show, my name is Kelsey Aida. I'm a transformation facilitator and inspirational author. I'm here with my bestie and co-host, Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist extraordinaire. And today, our very special guest is Miss Jamie Filler, who is an online fitness trainer and published fitness model, which is cool because I don't think we've had any fitness models on the show. Last I feel like week, we had our first beauty queen on the show. Now we got a fitness model on the show. I feel like it's Filer. Is it Filer? <laughs> is it? what? How do it's we say? Filer. Oh, yes. sorry. <laughs> Jamie Filer. So it would have been two L's to be Filler, which makes more sense. Filer. Well, either Thank way, can you- correction. Can you file away at our Instagram? <laughs> I couldn't get through it. I was trying to think of something cool to say. I know. I, I'm a mom with the dad jokes. It's fine. It uh, Jamie, we're so happy to have you. Yes, Kelsey, Lindsay here. Kelsey's joining us as well. We are so happy to be here. New year, new episodes. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, and I think it's timely. I was just telling Jamie before we started recording that you know, it's the new year. We're always like in our health vibes at the beginning of the year, like going to drink more water, going to exercise more, you know, all the goals, all the intentions, which are good. Um, and so I think this is a very timely episode to be focused on the mind, the body. I mean, however, it's going to show up today in the conversation. We really never plan these things out. We just let it flow however it needs to flow. But Jamie, if you can tell us more about what you do and just how you got started on this path and how you help people. Sure. So I, I'm an online personal trainer, even prior to COVID. Uh, I enjoy traveling. I enjoy freedom and flexibility. I don't like being confined by any four walls, uh, be it an office or a gym. So I run my business out of my house from the other side of a laptop or a computer. Um, I love bringing together mental health and physical health because a lot of people stop what it is they're doing because something overwhelming comes up in their life, something stressful, something that causes them anxiety. And then all of a sudden it's as though they never had any habits to begin with. So I would honestly more consider myself a behavior modification specialist in the realm of training and nutrition <laughs> than a personal trainer. Um, but yeah, I guess essentially what I do is a little bit more than just your standard lunges and lunches. Beautiful. It's, it's what's needed. I, I was just having this conversation <clears throat> with my husband about how like 
I mean, I don't know, of course, but I, it's, I, I think of people that I know that go to the gym and like every day, like, like almost it's a religion. It's like, they, if they don't do it, they feel off. Yeah. And I, as much as I would love that kind of attachment to physical exercise, it's just not, it's not me, but, but I, I, res I respect the people in my life that I know that do that. And they also are the, the same people like Kelsey and my good friend, Jaren, shout out, who also think that their spirit and mental health and emotional health is just as important. 100%. And, and we need more voices talking about that. We just do, because there, there's so many people that think if I look good on the outside, then it will help me on the inside. And I don't think it works that way. I think it kind of probably works the opposite. You need to feel good on the inside and then it will manifest on the outside. So having that beautiful marriage of both, if I may use marriage of both is such a good thing because you're not ignoring one to benefit the other, which doesn't yeah. really make sense anyway, does it? No, because mind, body, soul are all one interwoven, interconnected. Yes. And if, if one cog in the machine is broken, the machine doesn't run. Right. doesn't matter which cog it is. It, one cog breaks the machine down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So how did you get into this? Like, how did you start on this path? What's your story? Ironically, um, I got started in personal training because I had an eating disorder and spent too much time at the gym. Uh, a cardio and working out in general was uh, something I used to destroy my body at one yeah. point in my life. I started my first diet when I was 11. I got my first gym membership at 15 by lying to the- Wait, 11? Did I hear 11? Yeah, I started counting at 11. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I can't even tell you what it was that, that got me I, riled up or, or that feeling of not good enough that something had to change. Um, but it, it hit its peak at 15, 16 when I was hospitalized for the first time. Um, by 18, I had had three hospitalizations under my belt, Aww. but I was also entering into college. So I had to pick a career choice and I was genuinely, uh, not just obsessed with, but also in love with the gym. And I wanted nothing more than for people to feel as euphoric and energized as I did. So I got my degree in kinesiology, then went on to do an extra diploma in exercise physiology, personal training, nutrition, all of it. Um, all while after 21, starting to get healthy, using yeah, yeah. a therapist, using a social worker, talking to a nutritionist. Um, and then you're like, hey, these things kind of work really well together. <laughs> here it is. And, and it's because, as you mentioned, my confidence, I mean, it couldn't have been tied to what I looked like because what I looked like it wasn't healthy. Uh, so I was not, I was not proud of what I saw in the mirror, but at that point it didn't matter. I needed to make myself healthy inside and then I could be healthy outside, but the training never stopped. That was the one constant. Wow. So you turned something, see, cause I've heard a lot of people who used to, they'll use it as past tense, like used to use the gym as a punishment for themselves. Oh, is that? Yes. So that sort is of, something. Yeah. I mean, that's still something people do and not just from an eating disorder perspective, but how many times have we heard someone say, I drank too much last night. I have to do extra cardio yeah, or yes. I ate 300 extra calories. So I'm going to burn 300 extra calories. People still use exercise and food as, um, a reward and punishment system. Yeah. Not taking care of your body is never, it, it's always a reward, <laughs> 
but but food like we're not dogs food isn't the reward nourishing your body is a reward yes moving your body is a reward I love that shift there's there's still I mean I find myself in that in that category sometimes where I'm like I just really feel like like something sugary or something chocolatey or because I feel like it's doing something good for me and you know chocolate is in Harry Potter anyway totally yeah yeah. Harry Potter tells you chocolate will help you okay (laughs) but like but I do still have to stop myself and be like "Mm, but is is it a good idea is it something that I'm gonna thank myself for later what could I possibly thank myself for later um I don't I don't always make the decision, but when I, sometimes I do, and I think that's important. I do love chocolate, but I think just asking the question and making it a conscious choice mm-hmm. versus just kind of operating on this subconscious thing that we keep doing of like, I get home from work. I eat a bag of chips. I, you know, I wake up in the morning. I have my tons of sugar in my coffee, whatever. It's like, right. is this something I'll thank myself for? Or is there a better choice? Or more, more, even more than that, because what you did was essentially tie a habit to a food, right? Get home from food. Right. But what I do is it's more people who say, I feel badly about myself. I'm going to eat this comfort food. My significant other and I just got in a fight. There is a hole in my heart. I'm going to fill my stomach instead. Yeah. That is more what I do than just, hey, how do we break the habit of like a glass of wine with dinner? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're basically bringing people to realize the sponsoring energy behind their actions. Like, are you going to the gym from fear? Are you going to the gym from hating your body? Or are you going to the gym to nourish your body to because you choose to feel happy and energized today? Are you picking up that? um, Let's say donut donut came to me. That was the visual. So maybe a lot of donut lovers out there. No shame. Uh, I love a good donut uh, every once in a while. Maybe are you going for the donut because you're having a bad day? You need that comfort food. Are you conscious of that? Like, is this soul food? Do you know that? Are you doing something detrimental? Like, I think it's really brilliant and important the work that you do because a lot of people don't understand why they are doing or not doing certain things. They don't stop to ask the questions. An example that can support your not argument, but your teaching of, you know, knowing why you're doing things and how that can be beneficial. Like I used to go to the gym to change my body. So a little bit of background, I used to be a ballerina and I'm naturally very slender and I have long limbs. So in the ballet world, I was blessed by the gods, right? I didn't have to change nothing. I was perfect. My teachers praised me. They were like, we're going to use this body, work it to the ground. It's perfect. It was made for this, but yeah. Eventually I was injured. I couldn't be a professional dancer, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward into my adulthood being so slender and I always had hypermobility too. So I was getting injured all the time. I'm not someone to put on a lot of muscle. Like a Kim Kardashian booty is not going to find this body like in any probably way naturally. Well, it won't find anyone's body naturally because her butt's not natural, but (laughs) facts, but, but, but a big butt is like not in my destiny of my body's physical makeup. So I used to like be like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do all these squats. I'm going to like bulk up, you know, I want to be super like, I want to want to have muscles. I don't want to look skinny. You know, I'm too skinny, whatever it is. And once I realized that I was doing that for so long, I was like, man, I'm really going to the gym because I hate, like, I hate myself. Like I hate how I look. This is terrible. And once I realized that I was like, okay, I'm promising to myself that the only way I'm going to allow myself to go to the gym is when I'm doing it from a space of self 
love and nourishment. So if I have an impulse to go to the gym and it's not with that intention, I'm not going to let myself go. And so once I set that boundary, which is a little extreme, but it helped me, (laughs) I was able to shift into a space of I'm doing this for nourishment. I'm doing this because I want to feel strong. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to look strong or feel strong, but is that desire coming from like a a passion desire, like an energized, a heart desire? Is it coming from like a place of lack, you know, big difference? Yeah, for sure. And then same with food as well, right? You know, you were saying, Lindsay, like when you pick up this particular food, there's got to be a conscious awareness. How will this food make me feel, right? It's almost like you got to Marie Kondo it and you hold it up and say, does this bring me joy, right? And yes. how will I feel after eating this, right? Bless Marie Kondo. She really, we just Marie Kondo everything now. And I love it. We should. But I think not enough people Marie Kondo their fridges, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. How does this food make me feel? What is the emotion? Why do I even have this food in the fridge? And why? Yeah, yeah. Why does it make me feel this way? You know, yeah. that's the, go go as deep as you can with it because when yeah. you, when you start to know the mechanism behind your decisions, you learn about yourself. Number one, yeah. and number two, you gain that knowledge to be able to make a better decision if if the need be, if the if the need arises, you know. So, agreed. Oh, it's all about the awareness. And once you have the awareness, you can choose again, right? But it's without the awareness that you don't have the choice points. Because if you're just doing things out of habit, if you're doing things from your subconscious impulses, like Mm -hmm. you don't have the pause moment to be like, do I want to keep doing this? Or do I want to do something better? Right. There's no time for the Mel Robbins five second rule before you make that decision to grab the donut, the piece of chocolate. But So I think, you know, to an extent, a lot of us as human beings, cave person, we act on impulse, right? So can I blame you for reaching for the donut? No, I have to untrain that. But one thing that I try to get started in my clients is if I can't, if you can, if we can't control the before, let's control the after. Immediately consuming that food. What's going through your mind? How's your body feeling, right? I call it a mood food journal, but it's it's taking a page from nutritional psychology. As soon as you have the donut, what are you thinking? Is your brain clear? Is it foggy? Is it like translucent? Uh, how's your stomach? How's your digestion? How's your motility the next day? Right? Ooh, good all one. Those, all of those things I want, like, and this doesn't have to happen for every food, nor should it. It will create a psychosis. But <laughs> let's say your trigger foods, right? Again. I can't necessarily stop you from using, but I can make you consciously aware after the fact of how using made you feel and say, well, did you like that feeling? You'd be like, no, I went into like a hypoglycemic state and I passed out on the couch the rest of the day. And I'm like, "Mm." and had you not brought that to the attention of said person, they may not have ever made that connection. I sure as hell do not make any sort of connection between what I eat and the next day. That's why I love that question so much, because now that you've said it, I'm not going to help. I'm not gonna be able to help it. But that's how we start any process is bringing the subconscious, these things that we just do to conscious awareness and ask questions. That's how everything changes. That's how your self-talk changes. That's how any new habit you want to create, like becomes a thing. You have to make the subconscious conscious. If you ever suffer from low energy or brain fog or fatigue during the middle of the day, or you are just someone who wants to optimize your mental 
focus and energy, then we are super excited to introduce you to Magic Mind, which we are loving and we have been loving for a long time, actually. It's a little elixir that's helped us stop procrastinating and get super focused, but in a relaxed yet energized way. Magic Mind is one of my favorites because one, I don't even drink coffee. So this is great for me to get energized, get mentally tuned in, get a little bit of caffeine, but not as much as you would from coffee. And also it doesn't give you that crash. You don't get the crash. You don't get the anxiety. I love coffee. I have coffee every morning and I still feel tired. And what I love about Magic Mind is it actually encourages you to take it with your morning caffeine to add an, a little extra pep in your step. Guys, I am in love with this little drink. I will take it for the rest of my life probably. It has matcha, adaptogens, nootropics, and it's got just enough sweetness so that it tastes really, really good going down. And they say on the website, it gives you seven plus hours of this energy that is like sustainable. So enjoy yeah. it, use it. And of course, we have a coupon code for you guys, which is HIGHVIBIN20. So all you have to do is go to their website, which is magicmind.co, magicmind.co, not .com. And then when you use our HIGHVIBIN20, and also when you subscribe, you can save up to 40%. I'm telling you, if you want to be productive and you don't want to feel tired at 2 p.m., this stuff is incredible. Go to magicmind.co, high vibe in 20, and thank us later. Right. Do you guys Love it. remind me again? I'm sorry. And we can talk offline. How old are you guys? <laughs> you go first, Kelsey. I'm about to be 20. Wait, you have to guess, Tara. Jamie, you have to guess. Well, well I already how, said it. I'm about, about to be, to be 29. 29. Mm -hmm. You are so good, Jamie. Wow. <laughs> Great uh, yes. I'm going to guess you're around the same age. Let's say 30. Just love you. 37. 37. Okay. So you might appreciate this. In Saved by the Bell. Do you yes. remember when Jack Morris used to break the fourth wall and talk yes. to the audience? Okay. We have to do that. You have to stop immediately. You have to stop the movie of your life. Pause everything that's going on around you and say, what is occurring? Can you describe this scene behind yeah. you? And you say, okay, well, again, I'm feeling this, but it goes back to, you know, your entire life is a movie. You're the star, you're the producer, you're the director, you're in charge of what ends up on the cutting room floor. You're obviously the lead protagonist. So you're allowed to pause and say, wait, I didn't like how that scene played out. I want, I'm going to redo it. We're going to take two, right? Let's, let's Word. rewind, start again. Take two. Choose or in again. some cases, four. You can choose again. <laughs> and you can be born again in any moment. Can I give a yes. little a success story of myself that people will be inspired by? Yeah. Okay. So I've been a picky eater my whole life to the point of like being low-key malnourished that I didn't know that I was like malnourished because I always looked healthy, even though I was skinny, but I'm just naturally skinny. My whole family is, but like, it was bad. Like I was surviving off of noodles, butter, Parmesan, popcorn, like everything that has no nutritional value. Okay. Right, for like the majority of my life. And when I was in my teens, the best the doctor could give me was like, okay, if you're going to only eat noodles, like at least eat some chicken with it. Like at least eat some protein with it. They never said anything about vegetables. They just said, at least eat some protein with it. So I was like, okay, yeah. I don't like it, but like whatever, I'll do it. But it wasn't until recently when I've been struggling with some cervical dysplasia issues, which I haven't even shared on the podcast before, but I will because I think this will be liberating for some people. So some lady problems down there. And luckily I met this angel named Kiang, who's my nutritionist now. 
at one of my retreats that I host, she was one of my clients there. And I was telling her, I was like, oh, I keep like struggling with this HPV drama. Like they want to cut it out of me. They want me to get this leak procedure. It's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, if it's been getting worse, probably your body doesn't like what you're feeding it. And I was like, what a freaking statement. Dude, I know, but I can't change. Like I had this. And what are the worst statements you say to Kelsey? I'm a picky eater. I'm cursed with the Raldi's curse of picky eating. Like this runs in my family. Like this is who I am. Like it was so deep in me that I just didn't have like hope. Then I meet this woman. She looks me in the eyes. She's like, you got to change or it's going to get worse. I'm like, you're right. Doing it for my cervix. I'm going to change my diet. And she told me, she's like, it only takes like two weeks of eating a lot of vegetables for your taste buds to change. And then if you can do that, like you'll be on a better path. And I was like, okay, I can do anything for two weeks, right? Like two weeks, I got this, no cereal, no pasta, lots of veggies, even though I think they taste horrible, lots of everything good, lots of bone broth, whatever, whatever. And I did it. And now I don't get hangry. I don't get tired. I don't crave noodles. I don't crave cereal. I'm eating the best I've ever eaten in my whole life. My skin is freaking glowing. My dysplasia is probably disappearing by the day, even though I don't have an up-to-date status on that way of measuring it. But all that to say, like, sometimes one, you need the right motivator, which can be a health scare, right? Like you had to go through your episode of your disorder and I had to go through this in order to change but the beauty of it is that like you can no matter how fixed you are in your habits let me be an example that no matter how hard or scary or crazy it seems to change and do better you can do it let's let everybody ask themselves right now if you had to answer yes or no does your body like or dislike most of the things you feed it what an amazing question or, you know, just statement to just kind of stop and be like, hold on. If I had to answer, I'm, you know, most of us would probably say, oh, yeah, probably not. Cause you're, and we can't your brain, just talk about taste your body. because I think a lot of people who want to be like hard about this question would say, oh, my body likes it. Cause it tastes good. No, that's not, no, <laughs> your body likes it. Cause that's you taught it short like term. It. Okay, to, to and that it. is yeah. linked to a lot of different things besides your taste buds. You could like something because that's tied to a happy memory. Birthday yeah, cake. True. Hello. Just as an aside, Kelsey, you don't like vegetables, but you love working out. I love vegetables, but I hate. Could you imagine if we joined forces? Well, now like, I like. Could both. you imagine? So I think I have joined like forces. Both. So I need you to With join yourself. my force and like working out. I know. And then we'll be whole I did and complete together. Workout thing. <laughs> I'm just, you know what it is. You know, you know what it is. I just don't like being tired. It's just, I'm so tired after I work out. And I know I'm going to be help tired, her out. I, I, can you please, yeah, what can do you we, coach what her do we through do? this? Look, She's been allergic me. to exercising ever since I've known her. Allergic. Before you've known me, okay? I got so mad at my gym teacher. You know, I have to run the mile. At least when I was a kid, you had to run the mile at school. And and I go, he goes, why aren't you running? You're walking with all my friends, you know, because we were in high school. And I go, I'm I'm healthy. I'm look at me. I'm health. I weigh I've weighed under a hundred pounds my whole life. He goes, just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. And I was like, oh, I got so salty with him. And I was like, how dare you, sir? Um, but I knew he was right, and I've never never forgotten it. My biggest problem is like. I just don't, I just, I don't see what benefit I could directly get from it because most people want to like be more muscular. I don't care. Most people want to like be stronger. I don't care. Most people want to like be more limber. Don't care. 
Like what, what could I care about? That would be my motivation. You know what I mean? Well, the question Help is, what me. do you care? I mean, yes, healthy, great answer. But the question is why, why is health important? Serious question. Like, why is your health important to you? Health for me is important. Health to me is important. Well, obviously, because I have three boys and I want to like stick around for them. I want to be there. Okay. Why? But my fear isn't that I'm going to die of being unhealthy. It's like I'm going to like get a deadly disease or something that exercise won't help me with. Okay. So why is it important to you that your kids grow up with their mom? Um, don't do, listen, don't do this. But this, this is, this is how I get. No, this is it. This is it. We got to okay. go there, Linz. We got to go. Because, there. because I want to show them what, oh God, you just, just I hate it. Because I want to show them what a good mom looks like. Because my mom has things. Okay, there it is. But there. I'm going to say, but even if I knew what a great mom was, I would probably say because I want to, sh- I want to be there for them because they're my kids. Like, but I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? The fact is you have an answer. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we can swear on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, so the reason, and I get it. People are allergic to exercise. Exercise makes them tired. Exercise. I'm so tired, Jamie. I'm so I tired. Under, I, get it. I get it. But um, it's an, it's the neural anchor, right? It's what, it's not what you're doing. It's why you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. This podcast has a purpose, right? It might take a couple hours out of your week that you could be spending doing something else, but what? You guys value impact. You value high vibration. You value sending those high vibrations to other human beings who are receptive to it. Great. That's why you're willing to sacrifice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The same. The other thing I want to say is exercise doesn't look the same to everybody. It's why I actually don't call it exercise. I call it movement because for some, I like movement. They just go walking and walking. They like, bring down their blood a1c levels and are no longer pre-diabetic and they remove the the cardiovascular disease that runs in their family and they reduce their weight or they do yoga pilates bar spin f45 orange theory crossfit it doesn't have to be going to a crunch and working your way around the machines does blood what is it bpm blood pressure is that your your heart rate does heart rate matter in terms of like what you're getting out of it like, do I have to get my heart rate to a certain level to know, like, I can stop? <laughs> Your body just likes moving. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that actually does help because I'm thinking I have to keep going until I literally cannot go anymore. And that's probably not the best approach. That sounds miserable. And that it is, is pretty miserable. People suffer from gym intimidation because whoever put that in your head probably put it in a million other people's heads. I think I did it to myself. To be honest with you, I'm pretty sure I did it to myself because maybe because like I use it as a cop out to not do it. Like, oh, well, I just don't want to get that exhausted today. But I don't have to get that exhausted. You don't. And I think there's a sweet spot, at least in my personal experience, where you exercise to the point of energizing yourself. Yeah. That's sure. Yeah. Because I went to the gym today and I was a little tired after because I pushed myself. But today I'm like, zing. I am right. so energized from having worked out. Like, I, I really do like to overdo things. When I feel that, what you're, t- what you're describing, I'm like, oh, I feel great. I'm going to do 
three times as much now because I can and then I'm miserable <laughs> there and lies the I don't issue. know the rules so I just kind of just go and that's not a great idea so also why I'm glad we have you what do you say this is also why people have trainers so they well, true. do that yeah <laughs> good to have yeah, a that's guide true. Stop doing push-ups. I can't. <laughs> I have to go to the point of death. I did have the record I have to of the most change. push-ups in my gym class in like ninth or 10th grade. Um, boys and girls, I held the record. And they try to get me to do girl push-ups, which I think are so stupid. Like, first of all, don't call them girl push-ups. They're called box push-ups. Men and women can both do them. And I will never because I want to prove that I can do more push-ups than you. And yet I don't like to work out. <laughs> And we just same need time. you to get a little bit competitive. That's all. I Maybe. think so. Yeah, I, I need a little fire. fire. Yeah. Oh, you can do 10. I'm going to do 20. There I'll compete with you. I'm going to text you and be like, guess what I did today? Lynn's beat that. <laughs> and then be like, guess how many donuts I... <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I do like donuts, but... Um, okay. So questions that... What do you... What do most people ask you when they're first starting their... Um, like me, when they don't know where to start, what do they do? How do they get started knowing what the what the right thing to do for them is? So their first question is typically, how much weight do you think I can lose in 12 weeks? Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah. And what do you say to that? What face do you make? I want to see the face that you want to make. Not the face you do make. What face do you want to make? Let's see. I, I, it's, the laptop goes straight into the desk. <laughs> you just smash. I just start smashing. Screen. There's broken screen. Um, the answer is... Your results will be proportionate to your compliance. Mm. That's it. Whatever gives that them is. the gift of control. 100% autonomy, control, right? A lot of these people are like, they are where they are because there's been no control. Yeah. There's been no control in their marriage. There's been no control in their relationship with their parents. There's been no control in their relationship with food or movement. And now it's time to get that back, right? Who are you when we empower you to make decisions? It's the other reason I don't have a one size fits all approach, right? Like Lindsay, right? I got to get you in a competitive environment. Okay, so maybe that's spinning where you can see what the other people are doing on the board. And then Kelsey, for you, right? I get it. You like lifting. Cool. You guys have different approaches based on what you genuinely enjoy. And guess what? The more you enjoy it, the more compliant you'll be, yeah. right? Um, so. So that's what people come to me for. It starts with the weight loss or the muscle gain. And then it turns into, well, how do I just give you some confidence and make you happy for life? Mm -hmm. and you, you won't need me anymore, right? That's yeah. So I'm hearing fun, confidence and discipline, but discipline that's inspired by like worship and nourishment of the self. Like the reason why you're doing it is because it feels good to you is because it helps you live longer is because it improves your quality of life in whatever way that is, which yeah. exercise and eating well improves your quality of life, like in infinite number of ways that we do not have enough time to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and everyone is, is motivated. And I do hate that word so, so much. Uh, I prefer discipline, but everyone starts off with they're either they're running away from pain or they're running towards pleasure. Like Lindsay, yes. in your own example, you're running away from the pain of your mom, but you're running towards the pleasure of a life with three boys, right? Mm -hmm. So I can get you to stop thinking about running from the negative and only ever running towards 
the fun light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. you're going to want to run faster, harder, more intensely, more frequently. You're going to want to do it for yourself more often. Do you ever have somebody that's like, no, 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 no. I just want to work out. Don't try to change my confidence. I'm all fine. The, yeah. All the time. And then I send them to my wife. Who's my assistant coach. <laughs> yeah. You deal with this one. That, well, yeah, yeah. Let me program for you. Let's get you leaner, bigger, faster, stronger. But I'm like, show me your heart. Yeah. What's in there? <laughs> what makes you tick? No, I like that. Just open up your head. You know? I mean, yeah. the so, holistic approach is beautiful. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. Some people really do oh. just want to have a movement program or have a certain diet to follow, which can yeah. be really helpful, especially in the beginning. But I think that what you're doing is really cool. And the way that you approach it is honestly it's definitely more so sustainable. Healing. Yeah. And lasting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the other reason that I'm very open about it, especially on Instagram. Like, you know, it says I help people overcome overwhelm, reduce anxiety and increase confidence through fitness. If you're looking to get on stage, if you're looking to lose 20 pounds before a wedding, I'm probably not for you, but that's okay because you'll find someone who is. Hello, high vibe it listeners. Lindsay here. You want to learn some really cool stuff about yourself? Join me for a live workshop where I'll show you how to 10X your manifesting power, aka align your mind to achieve your biggest goals on January 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. This event is totally free, made for women who are ready to see their dreams finally become a reality. I'll explain why your mind does what it does and how you can actually get 100% of your mind power working towards your goals 24-7. Sign up through the link in this episode description or just go to lindsayrobinson.com slash 10X. Back by popular demand, I am hosting another radical self-love retreat this October of 2023. This retreat is for you if you want to heal, play, laugh, cry, raise your vibration, and do all the fun and spiritual things with myself and other like-minded women in paradise. See for yourself why past retreat attendees have called this trip the best week of their life, a phenomenal experience, and totally life-giving. We'll be doing yoga every morning overlooking the ocean, healing our inner children, having a cacao ceremony, bonding with other amazing women, sunbathing on the beach, relaxing by the pool, riding ATVs through the Sierra Madre Mountains, and so much more. And did I mention that this retreat comes with one month of coaching with me for free, which is normally $1,200. Just another reason why this retreat is so much more than your typical yoga retreat or girls trip. It's a whole week specifically designed and dedicated for your uplevelment and self-lovery. So what are you waiting for? Join us in October by applying today at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Pro tip, when you bring a friend, you each save $500 on enrollment. So definitely invite someone special. And I cannot wait to see you gals there. kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Do you ever help people gain weight? Oh yeah. I have a lot of, well, not a lot. I have a percentage that come to me who also have recovered from an eating disorder. They've Mm -hmm. restored their weight. They've been given the okay by a medical doctor and they have no idea how to reintroduce movement in a healthy way. In a healthy way. Yeah. They only know the extreme. Um, but I also have people who have, let's say come off, you know, six months of deployment in the military and they're like 40 pounds less than they were when they left. And they're like, I miss muscles. Uh, right. So, so people come to me from all different walks of life with all different goals. And then there are some that are like, I'm at a healthy weight. I'm at a healthy body composition. 
but I want to compete in my first CrossFit event. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's, there's nothing I can't work with. It's all. Okay. Last weird question. I don't know if it's a weird question, but I know myself and a lot of moms, I did not know this was a thing and you might know exactly what I'm talking about or you might not, but I did not know this was a thing until it happened to me and people need to talk about it more. I don't know what it's called. So that's not a great start, but it's when both sides of your abs separate because your belly, what's it called? Diastasis. Recti. Just the word recti, first of all, does not belong in what I'm talking. It just doesn't come on, but it's absolutely horrible. Yeah. It's so weird. I used to have such a good size. It was like, a, I saw the bumps, you know, with the six pack and I had it all. And now it's, it's not bad. No, but I can tell when I'm trying to do a crunch or a sit up, like I can feel that. Uh, I cannot believe I'm talking about this, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there that probably deal there's with so it. Bad. I mean, if you just, if you Google it, but there I are wish someone bad. would have warned me, not that I could have prevented it necessarily. Maybe I could, I don't know, but just to know that that was a thing, because when it happens, you're just like, what? My stomach's yeah. up? What? This is a thing. Like, you guys, they need to talk more about these side effects from pregnancy, just to know what you're getting into. But yeah, so my question, I guess, is do you have like a special, like a special program for people that have that? Is it is it different? It's it's not different. The Well, the exercises are different because a lot of stuff hurts my postnatal moms. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there are, okay. So a lot of people not to go into too much anatomy, but a lot of people only train- just don't say recti again. I think we'll be fine. I can avoid that for <laughs> sure. My answer. A lot of people think of abs as crunches and leg lifts, but if you think of abs like that, you're only thinking of them one dimensionally. But if you think of it as your core and mm-hmm. now we're thinking of planks yeah. and hanging leg raises and um, the Superman where you lie on your stomach and, and your, your arms and your legs go up. Now we're training all the way around, which will help close everything if possible, not if possible, not everyone is, is recoverable. We can't recover that for everyone, but there are moms I've seen who have done as much as they could to bring it back together. Yes. And I think that that's the point I'm at. Like, I don't think it will, it, I think that it's good like you can't, it's not, I feel like I'm painting such a gross paint. It's, you can't tell, like no one can tell if you're just looking at me, but if I you can were feel it. To see a six pack, it would look different on you. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I know that there's like surgery if it gets too bad. I don't, I'm not there, but there's, they like sew it back together. You guys, if, if Kelsey. Wait, yeah. so why does it split just because you stretch too far and your because body's not like I'm gonna, stretchy? I'm going to stand. So like, so like abdominal wall. So, so both sides of your abs. Will so go that like, makes <laughs> Right. <laughs> but that makes me think like then probably it's just going to happen or it's not going to happen. I doubt yeah. there's much you can do to avoid it. Right. But then it makes me think like, oh, should my abs be less strong going into pregnancy? Because then maybe they won't be so like rigid so they're more soft or should they be That's more a good strong question. so they don't I, split I, so okay so it's a double-edged sword because if they're too strong you're gonna have a really hard time pushing your baby out right because Ooh. your core is so tight so you'll have a, a smaller chance of splitting but the actual like c-section maybe part. yeah 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 mm-hmm. well a c-section is a whole different ball game because now we're looking at a major incision your abs might never look the same. Who the heck brought up child rearing? Come on. 
<laughs> it was me. It, me. it was me, guys. It was me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's it was something that every every time I talk to, we don't have a lot of fitness people, like physical fitness people on the podcast, but every time I uh, I meet one or see one, I'm like, so what about this? Uh, what about yeah. this ab situation? After- and there are people that say it's like a whole different thing. Like it's a whole different um, practice. So to hear you say like, to just focus on the whole core instead of the front parts, it, yeah. it helps. Yeah. I will send you an article. I wrote about it after the podcast ends. Nice. Yeah. I'm so glad that you know about it. I mean, of course you do, but like, I just think the more I think about it and talk about it with people, the more I know that it's very, very, very common yeah. uh, in more severe cases than others. So, and, and I love it because it means that there are a lot of, a lot more moms out there who are genuinely concerned with bringing their bodies back to mm-hmm. help, obviously to not help. necessarily show the six pack after, but like, Hey, I want to get back to working out, but I've got this thing. What can I do? Yay for moms asking questions about exercise, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll link to yeah. that in the show notes too. Well, so people yeah, can read true. it if people are resonating with this. Probably should have yeah. saved that for the Patreon. No, an extra resource. <laughs> no, this has been, this is so good. It's true. We don't have a lot of, um, you know, 3D body focused health professionals mm-hmm. on the show because we get so spiritual and so mental and emotional that it's yeah. great to be talking about like the body, the vehicle that we all came into to like, do the what, thing. Right. What good is a high vibration if you're you're operating from your bedside because you're right. Your here, right? <laughs> right. Right. And I think that might be why we haven't, I don't know, I'm making a blanket statement, why we haven't had so many fitness people on because- I don't think I would have let them come on the show if they weren't spiritually minded as well. If they weren't focused on the whole of the being instead of just let's do some crunches because it's not really our vibe. You know, we want to, we want to talk about the whole being, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do wish there were also more people in my space focused on the head and the heart, because again, then we would have a lot more behavior modification rather than just like, it's so yes. funny. So going back to literally the beginning of our conversation, Kelsey, you said something like, you know, it's the new year and people want to get healthy. So they're like, I'm going to drink more water and I'm going to get to the gym more. Nobody says I'm going to drink more water. Everyone says I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I True. wish people were focused on water and vegetables and <laughs> not losing weight and doing cardio, right? Like yeah. that's what I want trainers to preach. Guys, get your people doing 10,000 steps a day, eating more vegetables, drinking more water. Don't even get them in a gym on January 1st. Back to the oh. basics. Back to the basics. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy how everybody knows what to do, but nobody wants to do it? Like yeah. exercise and fitness are not hard. Like even though they come up with all this new science, even though it's like this diet one day, this diet the next day, this exercise, no, this one, no, As this somebody one. on the outside, it's very intimidating just to be fair. But it's yeah. literally always the basics that are the foundation of goodness and health and healing, which everybody knows, which is water, yeah. vegetables, fruits, and you know movement nature it's not God dang it like yeah nature yeah. sunshine sleeping connection like it's not that hard but we overcomplicate it and yeah. then we get intimidated yeah yeah we let we let our feeling brain do the thinking for us instead of separating the feeling from the thinking right like lazy is a feeling procrastinating is a feeling overwhelm is a feeling so feeling just go go think I will be healthier if I and then do and you know we we also forget like 
what helps me a lot sometimes in my, when I was doing my, I did like a 60, 30 day and then another 30 day, like just a workout routine. But of course I did the arms one, the butt one, the thigh one. I did all of them. So I think I did it. I overdid it again. But in those moments of like, I just don't want to, I, I, what helps me when I want to do something, but I'm letting my lazy get in the way is don't forget you have full control over your body. Like there's nothing stopping you right now, except your feelings. So you could, what, despite how you're feeling right now, stand up, yeah. do some jumping jacks or whatever, just start moving. Because once you start moving, what I found as somebody, look, we all know, but as somebody who doesn't like to work out, once you start moving, it gets easier. It's the starting to move that is the hardest thing, but you have full control. You always have full control. So yeah. what are you doing with that control? You know, I read somewhere that it takes a solid 20 hours right? In order to get the first part of mastering a skill done. Yes, 10,000 hours of practice, but the first 20 hours of skill acquisition, whether it's learning to play the piano, learning a new language, practicing a sales call, 20 hours, is, and that's mm -hmm. it. And then you've done the majority. Problem is it takes people 10 years to do the first hour. Right. They keep delaying, delaying five years to do the first hour. They just don't, they just don't do it. Yeah. Mm, 10 years to do the first hour folks life is too short to wait 10 years to do the first hour let me Amen. just explicitly make her point even more exclamation exclamation mm -hmm. life is too short to wait 10 years to do the first hour and you know use these new year new me vibes to your advantage ride the wave follow your momentum take action do something different it's like Lindsay said the hardest part is starting like haven't you guys, for all my yogis out there, you're like, oh, I don't want to go to yoga today. I'm too tired. It's cold outside, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as you get there and you get on your mat and you're in child's pose, you're like, fuck, I am so glad I came to yoga. <laughs> and then after the class, you're like on your yoga this child's pose is lit. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I can't believe I didn't want to come to this. My day is so much better. And you're just feeling great. And you know, it's the starting. Yeah. So it's like mastering your own resistance, right? That's well, and even me, like I've never in. regretted working out. I've in fact, quite the opposite. When I'm done, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Even though I didn't want to, I'm so glad. I'm so proud of myself that I did that, you know? So like, you're never going to regret it unless you pull a hammy or something. And you know, then <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> injuries aside, no injuries way. aside, <laughs> you're not going to regret it. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. So Jamie, what other pieces of advice or final, like message do you want to part onto the people as far as like if they are in these new year vibes and they do want to become healthier physically nourishment wise mentally emotionally like what are your maybe just one to three pieces of advice of like start here let's not overcomplicate it you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, I guess I'll reiterate too just so that we don't inundate people with all of this the first one is go back to basics don't worry about what split in the gym is best for you how many days you should be doing cardio get 10,000 steps a day drink more water and have vegetables at like two out of three meals per day number two Use the word movement instead of exercise. If you want to try out cycle bar, go do that. If your friend is doing CrossFit and invites you to a class, go do that. Then also try the gym and then pick which one you love the most. And then number three, of course, I think we can all agree is do it because you love your body, not because you hate your body. Yes. Uh, Fun fact, I have 1,793 yes. steps so far today. 
And that's just nice. me doing two podcasts and walking that up my stairs. It is pretty good. Okay. That's a lot. I'm like, how's she got those steps in? We've been sitting all day. <laughs> I know. Amazing. I know. You're I'm a wizard. Gonna, I'm definitely going for a walk today. Yeah. So it's been a while since I went for a walk. I think last year, New Year's Day. On, I'm sorry. I think that's the last time I went for a walk. I really do. Like an actual walk. New Year's Day last year. I but I've like, like, I've like gone to meet my kids and they're walking home from school, but it's like on the, to the corner. It's not like a real walk. Yeah, Gosh, that's bad. I never I thought like about that. It's not bad, Lindsay. Self-forgiveness, yeah, self-forgiveness. Yeah. And also I was just going to say, shout out to all the people listening to this podcast while they're on a walk right now. I yeah. see We have a lot of walker listeners for sure. <laughs> or gym listeners. If you're working mm-hmm. out, get it. You got this. Do an extra little rep dedicated to us. You can do it. <laughs> I like to represent the more, um, how do I say I, I would love to be the representation of all the more sedentary people. And if I can do it, this is why. Because if I can do it, like, I feel like they'll feel more welcome to do it as well. Like, yeah, because I'm the most resistant. If Lindsay can exercise, anyone can exercise. And if I can eat vegetables, anyone can eat vegetables. Yes. So y'all have that. no excuses yes. out there. There you go. <laughs> See, we did join forces just now. Oh, I love it. How I cute. Know. We complete each other. Look at that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> We make uh, in at the same time we make the healthiest and the least healthy person at the exact same time. I love I it. I mean, it's the completion of the circle yeah. of life, you know. Gotta have a love little bit it. of everything. Everything in moderation, as my parents always taught me, which serves me well these days. But oh Jamie, this has been so fun. Before we head over to the Patreon, can you just let everyone know like how they can work with you, where they can find your medicine and all the good things? Uh, so the best way to get in touch with me is through Instagram at J-A-I-M-9-1. Um, you can also just go to my website, jamiefiler.com. But um, I mean, I message all new followers. I check in. I see how things are going. What brought you to my page? What some of your goals are? Try to open up some dialogue. Um, so that would definitely be the the easiest way. Yay. Beautiful. Yes. If you guys are feeling inspired and you're feeling connected, go reach out, take the first step, show up for yourself. You deserve it. We love you. And yes. Wait, (laughs) wait, Jamie, you have a freebie that we're going to give our patron Patreon people. What is it? Yes. It's so my wife and I wrote an ebook. It's called get out of your head and into the gym. And it's for people who struggle like me. Anxiety. Yeah. It's for people who struggle (laughs) with anxiety around the gym going for the first time. Again, it's perfect time of year to, to download it. It'll help you with like everything from what to wear to where to get started regarding the machines, proper warm up and stretching, uh, workout journal, like everything, all of that stuff. Wow. What a cool resource guys go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash high vibe. You get all the goodies, bonus content, and the extended episodes. We are there. Cool, cool people are there. We're going to talk to Jamie more over there. So go meet us there. Kelsey's laughing at me. And we love you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to High Vibe It. If you're loving the show, please do leave us a review. It really, really helps. And pass this show along to a friend. Our goal is to reach over a million downloads by 2024, and we definitely need your help to do it. To further support the show, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe, where we post extended video episodes every week, plus bonus content that's exclusively for our patrons. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week.